So I have to tell you, everybody, listen up. This is crazy news tonight. Welcome to the long chair. It's me, Johnny Weather. I got your host, Bradley Weather, and Captain Morgan with me. But I got to start this off right out of the gates. We were talking just a minute ago before we jumped on the air. We were talking about how this this whole FBI and the, the documents with Joe Biden and the second finding of the of another set of documents with Joe Biden, and yet nobody's jumping like the FBI, the DOJ, nobody's jumping into his house. Nobody's putting people on the ground like they did Roger Stone's house or invading their privacy like they did Donald Trump's house. But here's the most amazing part. And this is the part that I'm kind of just, my mind just goes over and everybody should be really blown away at this actual fact. What Donald Trump did by taking those documents is absolutely legal because of Obama's executive order. See, that's what people don't want to talk about. Obama got busted with documents, but because he got busted, he passed an EO. The EO said that he could basically declassify any document he wants out of these two other documents. One is nuclear, and I forgot what the other one was. But you essentially can declassify those at any given time just by saying they're declassified. It doesn't have to go through any committees. It doesn't have to go through the National Archive. It doesn't have to go through anything. The president of the United States and the former presidents have this power because of Donald Trump or because of Barack Obama's executive order. Now, here's the ironic part. Joe Biden gets busted twice, <laughs> twice. Joe has no idea. Of course he doesn't, because like we always say, Joe doesn't know what planet Joe is on, much less that Joe is the president. But it's ridiculous. And I'm not trying to pick on Joe Biden here, but I am going to pick on the DOJ and the FBI because they are out of line. Tell me I'm not off my rocker on this one. The president had the right to do what he did. Trump had every right. There were no nuclear codes. There were no nuclear secrets. There was nothing to it. Obama gets or Biden gets busted. And yet nothing there. Who took the records out of Trump's um, building? I don't remember the answer to that. Probably Trump. The DOJ. Right. Remember, they. they oh, you the mean FBI, when they the, when they the, took him from his house? Yeah. Yes. OK. His residency. OK. Yes. Yeah. Who took the documents from Biden's house? I don't know. Biden's Biden's aides. Is that a double standard or what? Yes. This is a bombshell thing. And the media is literally burying it. You should listen to some of these left wing pundits and even the right wing ones. The right wing ones are calling for the nooses. The left wing ones are over here going, oh, it's a nothing burger. It's a it's. This is crazy. It's not a nothing burger. It is a serious, serious problem that we keep having political people, whether president, VP or anybody else taking classified information, even on their personal laptops and stuff. I mean, good Lord, look at hunters. You know, and Biden said that uh, he I, he was surprised to learn that there are any government records that were taken there to that office while he was vice president. He's surprised that there were documents taken to his home. Well, I'm surprised at. Biden remembers how to take a shower and to go to the bathroom, man. The guy's an idiot. Clearly he's aged. He has clearly dementia. It's not good. And he should be, you know, we should deal with this in a serious matter. Well, and he, he also said that we are cooperating fully, cooperating fully. Didn't uh, Trump say that, too? And I think all of the media jumped on him saying, well, it doesn't matter. You took illegal documents. As it's long really as you're a no left wing liberal, you can do whatever the hell you want to do and get away with it. There's no standards for you. But if you're conservative. So, oh, we're going to put you in jail. Bad boy. Bad, 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 bad. That's double so standard. Is this is are they setting up Trump with this? So are they saying. They're getting everybody, including the right, to say, oh, my gosh, Biden should be in jail. This is a violation so that they can then turn around and say, see, Trump needs to be in jail. You know, at this point, we, we may joke and laugh about the left, but there's one thing that they do is that the people who run the scenes have good strategy. They know how to play the game. They, they, they play it. And the Trump... And the GOP fall right into it because they don't see it coming. And that's unfortunate. Well, the, the good news for the GOP in this one and the right-wing pundits is that nobody is calling for Biden to go to jail. There has been discussion of, you know, lots of discussion around why has there been no raid 
there's a real the, the and you know setting a raid aside and trying to make you know let's put bygones to the side you know bygones be bygones and put that aside for a minute and ask yourself why'd the national archives cover this up that's the real question i want to know what would give the national archives and why would they have any reason to cover this up what does the national archives gain by lying on behalf of barack obama how how is that so obviously these this must have been some sort of uh, government official up in the national archives appointee of biden somewhere who squashed this whole thing and buried it and now we find out here's a second batch of documents so at some point, I, I guess you know maybe the right wing pundits are right, screaming for the uh, screaming for the fences here and saying, "Hey, you know we want an FBI raid. We want a DOJ two a.m. raid. We want their kids at gunpoint." Which you know you don't ever want anybody's kids at gunpoint for crying out loud. But you know it would be nice to see a little equal justice from the Department of Justice. Well, you know, these you know, documents were uh, recovered. Um, less than a week before the midterm elections. Correct, that and that's long... what I mean by that's what I mean by covering it up. They buried the whole thing to get through the elections, and then once that was done, they were like, "Well, no news, anyways." Now, well, that was, the, a, that was a long time ago. The the issue, uh, uh, what has most likely happened, at least in my opinion, is due to the fact that you have the bosses at the FBI, they're appointed or whatever they are are allies of Biden. They always have allies of Biden and Democrats. And so they're going to call the shots and they're going to do what they're going to do. And, you know, we can go back all the way to when, you know, Trump took office. The first act that he should have done on day one is fire everyone at the FBI and the management and put your people and put neutral people in. That's the first job for day one or put your own people in. Um, both sides do it, and this sucks. This is really bad because the actual rank and file FBI members who actually want to do the right job are conflicted. And well, it's really, not how the, many? It's not them that's the problem. It's the bosses. There's some members of Congress calling for the FBI to be completely shut down and restarted from scratch. New vetting processes, new new people, new everything. I'm not opposed to it. DOJ the same way. Ongoing investigations. I think they they would have to do it in in uh, groups and get it you know conveniently done. The thing that pisses me off about this is these documents were found before Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to manage two criminal investigations involving Donald Trump. And it's it's like we've talked about before. What they're doing is they're playing the he said she said game. So now when we argue about it, when the public argues about this, we'll say, well, Biden had the documents found before Trump. So obviously it's commonly done. And Barack Obama has a building in Chicago that he stores his stuff at. You know, at least with Trump, it's at home. So if somebody invades his home, he knows whether or not somebody's going for those documents. The building that um, Barack Obama has his stuff in, he wouldn't be notified till after it was done. But my point is, is that they keep doing this. He said, she said stuff so that we keep arguing about it. We keep forgetting to keep our eye on the ball. This is no more than just a distraction. What are they distracting us from? How bad Biden <laughs> is. I, I see video after video after video where he forgets what the color purple looks like. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. No, it's, you know, again, you're ripping on a man who's old, elderly, and and realistically, the guy's probably got dementia, and they are dragging ball. him around. And, and and let's be real, Biden's not going to run in 2024. I, I really That's don't what believe. He says. Yeah, you, Biden doesn't have a clue. But he's the last guy he should be listening to. I, come on. And, I, and again, I'm not trying to poke fun at the guy, but you are the last person anybody should be listening to at this point. Everything that comes out of his mouth, I mean, I'm, I apologize, but you you shouldn't be president right now. And, and unfortunately, that would mean putting Kamala Harris as president, which is really scary and probably the reason why they haven't booted Joe out. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the uh, if the Senate, if the congressional Republicans didn't put forth a, uh, an impeach bill based on the 25th Amendment against Biden. 
the fact that he just is incapable of doing the job. He has handlers all day long. It's very unfortunate. Presidents should be able to speak their mind at some points. Um, they are the leaders of the supposed free nation, free world. But the thing about the impeachment is the impeachment is just an action. The Senate actually has to do it, and the reality is the Senate will never remove from office. They just won't. There's not enough GOP side to do it. And half the Democrats, they're not even going to jump ship because they're just going to stay together as one party. Look what happened in the speaker election. All the Democrats, despite what they – even the moderates, whatever, they all stuck behind this Hakeem Jeffries person. None of them moved over. Of course. Stuck. That's of course what they, they do. Did. Democrats stick together. It's just what they do. And, and let me ask you a question. I just said who the VP would be. So just because they would be replacing one Democrat doesn't mean they'd be dropping a GOP or in there or some hard right wing or even a centrist. They would get the ultimate left wing carpetbagger, Kamala Harris. I think about what I'm telling you. And let's not pretend like that vote is that far away. Okay. Because you would have all Republicans except the smart ones. And, and as far as the Democrats, you probably could get three or four of them to, to flip flop on that. But that still won't get you over the threshold needed and to convict. And I believe I don't I think the threshold is a majority, super majority, I do, or is a majority at sixty something. I don't know what the number majority is, but it's probably above sixty. I think there's not enough. There's forty nine Republicans and fifty one Democrats. I think there's a makeup of it. You got to pull. That means you got to pull at least eleven to fifteen onto your side. And I don't think that's going to happen. To be quite Again, you're honest not. with you. Again, you're not fighting each other. You're not. You're you're removing one to put another in. And the one you want to put in would be worse than the one that's in here. It won't shock me to see it happen. It may shock a lot of people. It won't shock me. Plenty of Republicans are exactly the same way. And it's all about money and control. Theoretically speaking, if that were to happen, let's say the House brought the impeachment bill. Boom, it's done. The Senate. Okay, we got to remove this guy. He's uh -huh. gone. Harris is the president. How does the selection of the vice president happen? Do the Democrats put their own person or would that mean the speaker of the house then will fill that vacated role as the vice president? Because the speaker of the house is third in line to the presidency. How would oh, that work out? That's a good out? question. Well, that would be very interesting. <clears throat> that might garner, that actually would probably maybe garner a lot of Democrat votes if a extreme left winger like Kamala Harris was in there with a with a uh, GOP or Kevin McCarthy on the right as her VP, that would be uh, that would be pretty amazing. Uh, but again, still wouldn't still wouldn't shock me. Uh, but I do want to move on from this subject because we have another one we wanted to talk about. Kind of painful to talk about. It's very sad and tragic, but you know it has to do with what's going on out here in today's world and in America and really across the globe. Um, we are watching players, people, young people, primarily adults and young people above or below the age of 65 years old, which obviously categorizes young people, but we are watching them die suddenly. What is it? Adult sudden death syndrome. And it is very tragic. We watch, but where it gets, where we're going to get a little controversial here is, is recently DeMar Hamlin was in a game, professional football player, made a tackle. Tackle didn't appear to be anything Anything, uh, you know, out of the norm, I would say. I mean, wasn't the greatest tackle, but certainly, and I'll leave that up to Brad, being the former football player. Uh, but it did, from from a fan's perspective, it didn't look like a big, big deal to me. But yet the man goes down. Almost died. Almost died. They I'm shut sure he's down the whole people game. like that many times before. I, I would think so. Thousands, right? But the man almost dies. And the media blows this out of proportion. Now, granted, I understand it. But what was the difference between DeMar and all these other people dropping like flies? What is the, it is so sad that the number, and I want to just cue right here, the number one death amongst people below the age of 65 right now in America is sudden death. Call it what you will. Call it the vax, if you will. They all seem to have something in common. Starts with a V. I think it's everybody eating broccoli. I think that's why everybody's dying below 65. Ah, V is in victory. <laughs> v is in vegetables. Bro too much oh, broccoli. Too much gas. You know, having coached football, I'm not placing blame anywhere because in the heat of the moment, 
you're trying to get that guy down. Watching football, because it's my favorite sport, I love it, will uh, watch it till I die. Um, what drives me nuts is these players grabbing someone and tackling them so they get more yards. They, like, grab them and pull them forward and down, right? Uh, in my day, you bent your knees, you stuck your shoulder pad in the stomach, you wrapped your arms around the legs, you pulled them tight, and you tackled them. If you couldn't tackle that way, then you were risking injury. We all knew it, right? I mean, I had fellow players in Missouri that uh, they would put their shoulder pad on the guy's knee. Knowing that that guy doesn't want to get injured, he's going to move and he's going to you know, get hit, and he's not going to be running around him because he's going to get hit in the knee and potentially end, um, end his career quickly. So, I mean, you knew that when you were – uh, playing the sport that if you didn't tackle properly, you know, but and the other thing is, is these guys are trying to uh, like Ryan is trying to run up and hit me in the upper body and knock me down. So the crowd goes, Ooh, I mean, everybody looks for that nowadays. So that he didn't tackle properly. So he basically got a heart punch is what he basically got. I mean, that, that other player really drilled him right into the chest and, he took a blow there, and I think that's probably, you know, part of the problem of, of why he went into cardiac arrest is he basically got a heart punch. Well, you know, I'll have a totally different take on it. You know, despite that he, what happened to him, which is well, wait, before we before we go there, do you have a football career? Do you know anything about football? I was on the offense, so I didn't know much about defense. I was offensive tackle. Oh, but you did play, so obviously even playing offense, you still had to learn the defense in order to play offense. Would that be correct? What they normally did is when it was high school, they had defensive players practice separate from the offensive players, and then we would scrimmage each other. Uh, but I was taught, when I, my high school taught me the bird dog, and then as a lineman, when I got to college and played for a couple years in college, we were taught to get our hands inside the shoulder pads and extend and move the guy with us. Um so the defensive stuff, not as a tiered lineman, there was a lot of rules that the defensive players couldn't do to us. Um, they put out like they, I think we have the one rule where they couldn't roll over us and as, as linemen, but that was mostly offensive linemen. So I, well, that's I good. No, 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 that's good though. But but you expressed that you played collegiate level football, so you're familiar with playing with some big boys, and and I know you personally, and and I will say that you definitely have a football stature to you. But with that said, so you have some experience. So go ahead and tell us what your theory on DeMar Hamlin, this sudden death syndrome going on amongst the, uh, everybody below 65, and the potential correlation to the vaccines. Oh, uh, you know, I'll leave the, the vaccine correlation and all the other stuff to people who know more about it than what I do. What I am going to talk about, which does need to bring up, and it's the elephant out of room, is that, you know, this happens to a lot of happens to folks companies you know people get hurt um, what happens they don't shut the game down they they don't shut it down for a week they keep the thing going the guy was very was important okay i'm i'm glad he survived i'm glad he's walking but in reality why is his life better than say someone down the street who passes who does the as a heart attack they're the same it's life you it's mean more important? Thing. Like, what's his yeah. life more important? Well, yeah, I mean, why, ask yourself. Why, I mean, why is he more special than, say, you? I well, mean, you have why? a valid point. I mean, you have a valid point. For all the listeners, think about what he's saying for a moment. If you were working at Target and your coworker at Target had a sudden death right there on the floor, and it was SE, it was the sudden death syndrome. Okay, ask yourself a question: What if your job shut that down for a week? Forget Target. You're in a manufacturing plant. Forget the manufacturing plant. You're working in the hospital. I mean, God forbid, right? When people do this, what made, and, and that too is Ryan's point, and that's where it gets a little controversial, is it's nothing taken away from DeMar Hamlin. But at the same token, what makes DeMar Hamlin so much more special than all the other people that have died? And I agree with you on this, Ryan. I think it's bullshit. Well, and you know, the player himself, what was the first thing that he said? He kind of gave the world the guidance on how to handle this, the first thing that he said when he woke up was, did we win? So his his own statement tells you he expected the game to go on. I think that's yeah. enough said right there. Probably happened in probably one of the second best places where you could ask something to happen because a lot of stadiums 
have a lot of medical personnel, EMT, more so than what a hospital does. So where it happened was in a better location than, say, if it happened on the street. They were right there right away. And the one person that, for savers, the one person that we should talk about is those EMTs on the field who sat there and gave that CPR on the field and got him breathing again. You know, those are the real heroes. Bridgewater had a had a complication with his leg. He broke his leg. And um, if the people here at Minnesota Vikings, if if they wouldn't have taken care of him and given him that emergency treatment, he would have lost his leg, maybe even lost his life. It was a freak accident. And, uh, you know, he's now playing for the, the Miami Dolphins. Well, and we are. We're, we're very happy that DeMar has uh, come out of this and recovering quickly. And we're very happy for him. And we wish that all the other people would come out of these sudden death syndromes that are happening. And I'm not afraid to say it. I, I'm sorry. There is too many links to people that have had these vaccines, specifically, I believe, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine, who have dropped. And it's not right. And for people to sit here and be quiet about it and cover it up and not talk about the, the four, three, four, five a day that we're getting in the papers all across the country and around the world, there's been a lot of professional athletes, especially in the game of soccer, who have died. Um, right on the pitch. And that's very unfortunate. And I don't follow football. So to me, DeMar is just another person, but I love everybody. And I just don't think it's right that DeMar uh, had to go through this over a vaccine. And I'm not afraid to call it as it is. I think it was a vaccine. I could be wrong, but there's just too many coincidences with too many other people suffering from the same problems. So they can call it what they will. They have to, because it's a big publicized event. I get it, but I'm not buying it. So you're not buying it? No, I mean, I respect your guys' opinions. I do. But Brad, you talked about the tackle being pretty, you know, tough and right to the heart, a hard punch and all that. But you started the conversation with the fact that the guy had already done a thousand of them. You know, it, it just the reality is, is why was this? You tell me it's just one freak accident, but this freak accident just happens to be the same type of freak accident happening to people all over the world. Eh, I'm just, I connect dots. That's what I do. And when I connect the dots, they tell me a different story. I, I just think a lot of people should think logically and not just take media and be like, oh, well, it had to have been the, you know, heart punch or, uh, you know, the vaccine. You make your own decision. You've got three different opinions here. Yeah. I mean, that's only me saying that he, it, he basically took a heart punch. I mean, I've been hit hard in the stomach where and in the, the sternum where it's knocked out, knocked my wind out. So I can imagine that if he tackled him and it looked like he tackled him high again, you know, trying to, uh, trying to dominate another man and he's tackling him high to knock him over and, and make the crowd go, Ooh, ah, um, he lost and he lost big. He almost lost his life. Uh, I'm just saying that I wouldn't be surprised if it was a heart punch, if he got just got hit too hard in the heart. So uh, could it be the, the other thing that you're talking about, adult SIDS or whatever it is? I mean, I, I, that could be. That's something that's totally different than uh, what uh, a normal tackle that he's done a thousand times. Well, you know, I, I can I could see that link. And definitely it, it is something to worth look into um, and see if, you know, follow this, this rabbit hole and, and follow it down. Where I'm coming from is... I'm not a medical professional. I don't know much about vaccine, non-vaccine, um, all this syndrome, all this stuff. And I'm not going to claim I know anything. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I just know what I saw. And, you know, my whole point, my argument is, is that, you know, we put these people up on this pedestal and, you know, everything shut down because this happened. Well, Why do we say other people are Cats out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, cats out of the bag. Did did you hear why cat that came about? No, why did it come about? In the medieval times, um, an animal vendor, if he was trying to con you, instead of selling you a pig, he'd put a cat the he same size as a piglet in there. You. So when you get home and you let you the cat out cat. of the bag, you know that you've been duped. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. I often think, why Why am I saying rabbit hole? Why am I saying cat out of the bag? You know, why am I saying those things? 
Let's not go down uh, a rabbit hole. You know, it is amazing, though, that it, when, when you think about that cat out of the bag, that's been around for, what, 500 years? Long time. That's not bad. Absolutely. Think about that. That survived from the 1500s. The Can you believe that? All right, I'm going to finish up with one more subject for the night. Let's do one more subject here. I got a fun Stock one for market. everybody. It's a little out of left field. Nope, nope, not the market. No. We are entering in uh, to the playoffs. I want to know your picks, gentlemen. You're going to be on the air with your picks. Here's what I want to know. You tell me. What say you? You can explain your road to victory. Uh, Captain Morgan, I don't want an all there. But start with Brad. I want to know who's winning the Super Bowl. If I'm a betting man and you're giving me the pick, who am I putting 100 bucks on? Okay, so this is about money. This isn't about uh, my favorite football team. No, no. This is um, a real live. You two follow the game. Me, I'm going to play a parlay of every game all the way to the Super Bowl championship and try to hit the whole thing. That really? would be fun. Yeah, I think if I How put 100 been- bucks on it, it probably, I don't know. I can't imagine. It's got to be half a million dollars or more for 100 bucks. I mean, to pick every winner all the way in, I don't even yeah. know what the odds are. I don't I'm going to play the Mega Millions and win that one too, though. <laughs> right? I'm going to play the Mega Millions and win. Then I'm running for senator. Johnny Weather for senator. Yeah, and I'm going to be that one dude in the middle. Everybody's going to be like, what's up with this guy? Why does he vote no on everything? You know what? Let's start with Captain Morgan because he is chomping at the bits. He thinks, and I know it's coming. You watch him. He's going to pick something like the New York Giants. Well, you you got Seattle at San Francisco. What do you think about that, Captain Morgan? San Francisco. All the way? I mean... They they picked up McCaffrey. The Brock Purdy is the, really their only weak link uh, because he's uh, a rookie. They've got George Kittle. They've got uh, Debo Samuels. The thing of, they got Brandon Ayuk. I mean, they got all kinds of players, right? The thing I like about the Niners that defense. Uh, that defense is stout. It's stellar. I said four or five weeks back um, that the Niners are winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, you're you're still with the Niners. I'm still with San Francisco. I think they're the most complete team in the playoffs. I don't trust Dallas. I don't well, trust the Giants or Minnesota. Well, hang on to that thought now. Brad, you just said Captain Morgan with his bottle of rum said that the Giants are the best all around, or the Niners, excuse me, are the best all around team. And you say they have a weakness. What say you on this weakness? The weakness is that defense. You were talking about that defense being so good. If you can get out around the corner on that defense, uh, they they cannot they cannot stop you getting to the edge. But um, you know, I do agree that that defensive line is very good. And do I think the 49ers have a great chance of winning? Absolutely. The Jaguars and the Chargers. I really don't see those guys being anything uh, challenging on the AFC side. Dolphins and Bills. I think the Bills are going to come out of that. Um, pretty strong, pretty healthy. The Dolphins are going in there with Skylar Thompson, a rookie quarterback, because Tua and, you know, how the Dolphins handled his his uh, issue with his head and concussions. Um, the Ravens and the Bengals, uh, they are – they look good. The Bengals look good. They're turning it on at the right time. They got the same players from last year. They got Burroughs. They got Jamar Chase. Um, that might be a good Dallas, game there. Yeah, and Dallas is playing Monday night against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. You can never count Tom Brady out. Um, but I agree with you, Captain Morgan. Uh, the ball that Dak Prescott is playing right now, he's throwing way too many interceptions, and he's he's killing his team. Now, All right, now. The, two, the two teams that are sitting out to because punches. they're the top teams are the Kansas City and Philadelphia Eagles. Do I think those two are going to make it to the Super Bowl? It'll be the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Out of the NFC, I 100% believe the Niners are going to represent them in the Super Bowl. Uh, they're the most complete team. Reason for that is I don't trust Dallas. I don't trust the Vikings or New York. Do I don't trust them? Philadelphia either. Do you know them? How do you not trust them if you don't know them? Like, I don't – you can't – I don't know. Because the Vikings remind me – of the of the 2020 2021 Packers, all offense and no defense, 
And well, now, aren't you a Packers I don't trust fan? the Eagles. I am. Um, and I'll trust the Eagles. Um, out of the top measure, it's going to be San Francisco advancing. I think the Vikings will advance and beat the Giants. I think Tampa Bay is going to beat Dallas. Whoa, I think, that's a big I don't one want, right there. Tampa will beat Dallas. I don't trust Dallas either. I mean, Dallas just is is Dallas. They're what they are. Um, I don't bet against Tom Brady because Tom Brady may be outplay whatever, overmatch, whatever he is, but he's still Tom Brady. He still has seven Super Bowl ranks. And I think it was going to be the 49ers and the Buccaneers in the NFC title game with the Niners taking that. Then on the AFC side, I Kansas City. I think Kansas City or Buffalo um, will be in the AFC title game. And uh, I think Buffalo will upset the Chiefs and go in. It'll be Niners versus the Bills in the Super Bowl. So an AFC title game is going to be Kansas City and Buffalo. And an NFC title game is going to be Tampa Bay and San Francisco. And this is what I said six weeks ago. That this is what I said five weeks ago. Or five weeks. I remember talking to you about this, Brad. I talked to you on the phone about this, and I actually put a bet on Vegas for this to happen. Oh, boy. Uh, that's, that's... So what do you get paid? You actually you put that paid? bet in? I did, actually. That whole bet? Wow. Yeah, All I put of that, that parlay. Bet so what does that parlay pay you for the $6 you put on it? <laughs> I'll have to grab my ticket and let oh, you guys you, know. You, I don't have with me are, right now. I'll tell you, for anybody that doesn't know Captain Morgan, you are the you are the epitome of what the gambler should be. The, you'll go to a casino, you'll bring a hundred bucks. He'll play with like $17 at a time. That's it. No more. You never see more than like 17 bucks on a grabs table. The guy's the only one out there with the ones on the table, the white chips makes me laugh. I love it. I love it. So, it so works, does again, it not? So what, does so it work? Again, okay. So how much was your wager? I believe I got a, I got good paperwork, and that'll take me off the. Uh, oh come on! I know you've memorized this. What's what's the what's the uh, what's the payout here for you? Come on! I know you. Know I put hundred bucks on the whole entire the whole entire four on all oh. the four teams I made them. And what's so, the hundred bucks? On, I believe it's close to about seven thousand dollars. Wow! You're a nice payday. You're but all of them to have to the but, but all of them have to hit. Um, now I could have gone with some upsets. Um, I mean, that would have been more. But you know, I didn't, and uh, so those are my picks. Um, that's you don't think what it, you don't think the Bucks over Cowboys is an upset? That's a big upset, right there. Well, I made this bet a couple weeks ago before all this stuff even happened. Well, I tell you, I got a I got a bet that I think is going to upset, and I'm going to go off of this off of sheer guts and the fact that you know I my favorite game of the week here, believe it or not. I mean, I love the Giants uh, Vikings game, and I don't follow the game, but of course, playoffs are coming, so. We'll keep an eye on things, but I think the Giants and Vikings are are intriguing. Uh, and but I think the uh, the on top of that, I think your your Seahawks and your Niners game is very intriguing. And, and here's what I'll throw out, just to play a little fun devil's advocate with you here. If you follow the last game, the Niners and the and the uh, Seahawks just played. They just played, and the Niners did beat the Seahawks. I think twenty four to thirteen. But here's where I'm going. If you think about it and you look at the stats of the game, it was almost like the Seahawks started to figure the Niners out. If I remember, they didn't even score in the fourth quarter. So I'm just throwing it out there where they didn't score. They didn't score as many. It was something, it was something I read and was some stats I was looking at. Because I'm, you know, I like to throw a wager down on some stuff that people might not see coming. And, and you never know. Seattle may take your Niners right out of the loop, right out of the gates. I'm just throwing it out there. The other game that I'm a little nervous about for all my friends that are Vikings fans is I am nervous about the Vikings and the Giants. You don't match up all that well in the past history. Um, and realistically speaking, anything can happen on any given Sunday. So I, I, I do keep an eye on those games. That's me, but Why that's we... a guy who doesn't watch this stuff and doesn't pay attention. So don't go putting your money where my mouth is. And you know what? The, you know what the best thing is, the funniest thing on this is, Johnny is normally right half the time or majority of time. So you might want to listen to him. He he might have some. <laughs> he might have some knowledge of this stuff. He might have some inside knowledge or something like that. I was just gonna say, why don't we put all of our choices down for each game and see who's right? Next time we do our podcast, we'll see who wins all these games. Should we do that? 
Okay, so let's, we'll take the first round. Yeah, okay, so, I'll, all right, so I got Johnny. Wait, I don't even have yeah. a, I don't even know who's playing. Those are the only two got, games that oh, I've played. I got you. I got you, man. All right. So between the 49ers and the Seahawks, who's going to win, Johnny? I'm going to go with the Seahawks for the major upset of the week. And that is my only, because oh. in the other game, I will be taking the Vikings. Captain, but I am going, going to go after? with the Seahawks. In the San Francisco versus Seattle, San Fran. 49ers. All right. I'm going to go with the 49ers also. I love right, it. The I next love game it. is Chargers, Jaguars. Uh, see, I don't even know anything about them, but if I was to throw it out there, I would so think the, the Chargers, Chargers are 10 and 7, and yeah. the Jaguars are 9 and 8. Well, that sounds like a good matchup. I don't know. Let let Captain go first. You know, dear, just put me down. I'm going Chargers. That's my gut. Chargers. I'm taking the. Are they still in San Diego? <laughs> L.A. They're in L.A. now. Okay. <laughs> well, as much as I like the Chargers, and they're one of my favorite one of my favorite teams that I like, that um, I think Jacksonville's going to beat win them here. I think Jacksonville will will pull this game out. Jacksonville's okay. just. I think Jacksonville's uh, going to win. Buffalo. Wait, 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 wait. Well, who did, whoa, 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 Bradley Weather. Don't be. The weather hasn't moved yet. Who did you pick? Oh, I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking oh, okay, the Chargers. There you go. I think okay. the. I think Herbert and Mike Williams and that stout defense, the Khalil Mack and all those guys. I think Is Mike Williams much. even playing? Last yes. I heard, he he hurt his hamstring or something like that. Got hurt. No, he's he's good. Uh, Bills. So Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo is 13 and 3. Oh, I'm taking the Bills. Period. They're the number 2 seed and Miami just squeaked in and they're 9 and 8. And you said you're taking the Bills, John? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I got a kid I know, he absolutely loves the Bills. I'm all for the Bills. And yeah, my grandfather loved the Bills them. too. Yeah, that well, is. That's why. There's football knowledge right there. <laughs> 100% reason. Put all your money there. <laughs> just kidding. Captain and Morgan. I'm going to I'm taking now, the Bills as well. Oh, okay. The Bills have beaten the Dolphins twice this year. You know how hard it is to beat the same team three times. But Miami doesn't have their doesn't have two on. Um, with two of that team is a wholly different team. They don't have two what? The, the quarterback two up to level. I don't can pronounce his last name. <laughs> Whatever. That's awesome. That's awesome. Viola? Totally got yeah, he's not uh, playing. Miami's nothing without him. Just saying. You know what? And Bridgewater's hurt. So, yep, it's the rookie, Skylar Thompson. You're right. Um, Minnesota Vikings at the Giants. Minnesota 13-4 and four, dominated the Packers this year. Packers were non-existent. Uh, and the Giants were 9-7-1. Johnny, who do you got in that one? I tell you, I like this game. I think it's going to be a hell of a lot closer than anybody thinks. But I will take the Vikings. And and just so you know, they are the Vikings until they hold How that dare trophy. you, sir? I don't I even apologize. know if I should write your. I don't even know if you should write that down. I got the Queens. Good lord! They gotta win it for me to be a believer. Captain Morgan. I as much as a pain to say me because I'm a fan of the other team, but I think Minnesota is going to win this game. Um, but I don't think Minnesota will advance past San Francisco because Minnesota. We hey, hey, hey. We're not asking we for that. They're, they're not a good team. No. Minnesota's probably Minnesota's probably the worst. 13 and whatever, 14 in this playoffs this year. They have no defense. They have no defense. They do too. They're they the defense. That's why they have the highest point, the, the highest negative point differential of any 13 and 14 in the history of the NFL. At like wow. negative 63. No, you're not going to win. You know what? Yeah, go for it. Simple question. Uh, how many years have we been playing 17 weeks, 17 games a season? Only two. Oh, okay. So it's not a long history. That's all I was getting at. No, no, no. But you know, but you know what though? I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So I had to get you on I, that. I'm, I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm going. That's I'm going with my Vikes. Point. I'm going with my Vikes. I, you know what? The Vikings and their defense—they still won 13 games, and in this difficult league, it's hard to win 13 games. It's okay. even harder to do it by three points or less. Yeah. One score, it's very hard to do that. They so are the master. Tested. They're battle-tested. You know, the thing I like about the Vikings 
future is that Sean McVay is letting all of his coaches interview for positions with other football teams. That means yeah. Yeah, Kevin no one has got the pick of who he wants. Yeah. Yeah, no one asked. Moving on. Yeah. You <laughs> didn't get to rip on him. You don't get to promote him. Moving on. I do get to promote captain's him. Over here just, down. Captain right. Morgan's over here chomping at the pick on Burr. I can't even believe he shut up that whole time. It was amazing. I thought he was going to explode over there like a pimple. We'll see what happens. Oh, no, but no, Minnesota, no. but the, oh, Vikings no, 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 no. the Vikings will do what they do every year. Find a way to choke, because that's what they do. Oh, hey, where's, the mute, where's the mute button on here, Johnny? Where's you the mute button? You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, the number three, not Bengals, the number three Bengals are hosting the Ravens, the number six Ravens. Ravens are 10 and 7, Bengals 12 and 4. I don't think record speaks to this rivalry. These two teams absolutely hate each other. I love this game. It doesn't matter. These guys, are they, they just hate each other which is going to make this game brutal and fun. Um, man, I think at this one, I think the Bengals come out on top on this one. Although the Ravens have the history, boy, they they do have the history for the upset. So, mm. Bengals are favored by eight and a half. The over-under is 40 and a half. Yeah, it's a heavy game. I don't even know if the over will hit. If the over doesn't hit, the Ravens might win, but, uh, but I'm going to go with the Bengals. The public is Thanks. voting 97% on Cincinnati. Well, and that's okay, and they're probably 97% right, but you still can't dispute the rivalry between these two teams. Not a bit. Uh, and I'm sorry, who are you going with? The Bangels. The Bangels. Mm-hmm. I'll take Cincinnati as well. WKRP in Cincinnati. You I know, if they story. had – if they had Lamar Jackson, I might think about taking the Ravens, but they don't have him, so I'm going to go with Cincinnati also. Wow, that's a couple of we picked the same teams on. I'm pretty amazed, three in a row now. You know what? The the last three picks, we've all picked the same team. Yep. All right, what do we got next? Last pick this weekend is Cowboys at the Buccaneers. The Cowboys are 12-5. and five. Buccaneers are 8-9. and nine. It's all It's right. on Monday night. And the uh, line on this over-under is 45-and-a-half, and and the Cowboys are favored by 2-and-a-half. So they read something that Captain Morgan is is read. It's going to be a close game. All right, what do you guys think? You go first on this one. I got my pick already written down. I'm taking Tampa. Like I said, I don't trust Dallas. Plus, here's the thing about Dallas. Dallas has a head coach who who did not do too well under the Green Bay Packers when they made the playoffs all these years, and Mike McCarthy. I don't Sounds trust like him then. grapes to me. I don't trust him now. He's going to do what they do. Plus, Dallas is making mistakes. They're not that good of a team. Only thing they got benefiting them is their defense a little bit, but I think Tom Brady, you can't bet against to go. He's going to find a way to beat them, and uh, Brady's going to advance, advance, is going to advance to play Philadelphia. You know, uh, Tampa Bay does have a good defense. But Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, I think that's too much too much for the Buccaneers and their defense. So I'm going to go with the boys. How about you, you're, Johnny Weather? You're, you're taking – so you're you're not taking the Bucks in this, huh? You're taking the no, Cowboys? No, Cowboys. Yeah. He's taking the Cowgirls. Well, you know, the, the Cowboys are favored by two and a half, and they're at home, right? Nope, it's at Tampa. Oh, they're at Tampa. Oh, well, that's really what a five and a half point spread then when you're looking at it yeah. from the numbers perspective. Basically. You know, I, I'm i going to go off the rails here and I'm going to tell you the reason why. But, you know, I, I, I read all kinds of news and I read all kinds of different news, right, left, center, up, down, north, south, east, west. Makes no difference to me. I read this week that Tom Brady was spending some time with his son and that Tom had a really hard time dropping his son off to camp and all kinds of stuff like that. To me, I think the Tom Brady we've seen, well, you've seen, <laughs> I haven't seen any of it, but from what I've followed up on, I think the Tom Brady of this season is really an emotional wreck. But when he seems to have his head screwed on right and he's not dealing with stuff from the prior week, he seems to play really well. So this week, I, my gut feeling says go with the Cowboys. But I want to get behind Tom because he spent time with his kid. And I know as a father, that can really kind of pump you up to a whole nother level. Um, so this week, I'm going to go off and I'm going to go with the Bucks this weekend. 
And I think it's going to be emotional for Brady, uh, which is going to accelerate him to a final touchdown throw for the victory. I'm even going to call it. You went off the rails when you picked Seattle. Um, no, I, I still think I'm onto something there. I could be dead wrong. I mean, my money will find out in the end. <laughs> oh, you know, one thing about the Niners that a lot of people aren't talking about, and yeah, they have Brock Purdy, who's their quarterback, who's a rookie, but he is 5-0 and um, since he took over. And, you know, the Niners are a team built that they just need him just to manage the game. Do nothing special. Just sit there. Don't turn the ball over, which he doesn't. Um, you hand off to McCaffrey. You throw your passes. You throw them on your defense. And an interesting statistic about the 49ers, they have the highest point differential in the NFL this year at 173. Um, the Niners are they're battle-tested, and that's why I believe the Niners are going that's all the good. way, and they will win the Super dude, Bowl. Dude. The teams that the 49ers have played, they better have that kind of differential. They just beat the Cardinals. They just beat the Raiders, right? Big time. Big Um, time right there. Take it home. Neither one of those two are are teams that are going to beat you. They beat the Commanders 37-20. to They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Buccaneers. They, They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Saints. They beat the Cardinals again. It's so a week. It's really, a week schedule. They, yeah, they haven't played anybody. The Commanders are what seven, seven and ones, eight, seven, one, something like that, or eight, 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 I, eight somewhere in there. The Seattle Seahawks backed into the playoffs. The Buccaneers won the NFC South with an eight and nine record. Uh, the Dolphins, when they don't have Tua, you see what they look like. They're a sub five hundred team. So the 49ers haven't played anybody of significance. So uh, I'm going to say that as soon as they, they play somebody of significance that um, they may They're not, gone. Uh, they may well, not advance. Yeah. How do I figure that Brad's going to say this? Because the Vikings are going to win and the Niners are going to both win this week and they'll both play each other. And of course, Bradley's a homer, so he can't say anything wrong about his, his team. And that's well, just wait, what it is. You did mention though, that with this new QB, they're five and oh, and all he's got to do is just not turn the ball over. But now that's given five games to their opponent, one of which they played, one of which they played and technically lost by a little more than a score, realistically didn't dominate. But the point I'm making, though, is is that's a lot of time for a team to learn. And I know, Ryan, you're going to be upset if the Seahawks beat them. And I, I feel bad for you. You might want to lay a different bet, maybe a little, you know, side hedge. I don't know. But I do see an opportunity for the Seahawks to win this game. And, and like you said, he hasn't turned the ball over, right? Fair enough. Wait till he does. It's a game changer. And that's what happens. And when you give, and that's five times in a row now, that's five games in a row they've been able to study, learn. It's a little bit different, I think. See, see, that's what happens when you have the mute button on. He can't say anything. <laughs> Brock's statistics over the last nine games, he has. This is his, this is his final season stats, okay? He has a 67.1% completion percentage. He has 1,300 yards, 13 TDs, four interceptions, 107.3 rating. I love it. I love it. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. He's due. The Niners are going to win it all this year, and I'll take that to the bank. Oh, my God. And when it happens, I will laugh at all you people. You know that the bucket of corn, you might be able to get a field of corn. Good Lord, man. None of those stats mean anything. He hasn't played a defense. Wait till he plays a defense that can confuse him. Dude, and you, we haven't even talked about Kansas City at all yet. Wait for that moment. So that, gonna... We can do that on our next podcast yeah. because this podcast. Let's put some money on this right now. Let's, let's, let's put some money in the it. pool here. Uh, okay. You, you did put money on it, and I think it's 20 bucks a piece? you're not going to the bank. Whoa, why are you trying to take all my hard-earned money? I don't get any money for this podcast. I'm going to give you my you get one point for everyone you get right. You get minus one for everyone you get wrong. Uh, whoever has the highest number at the end will win the whole pot. We're putting in 20 bucks each. Well, it doesn't really matter because you're only down to three games because the other three games we all agreed on. Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much. But there's still other games to pick from, but so the, we can all we can all yeah, figure it I mean, out. I'd say nothing wrong with 30 bucks, maybe 35 maybe 
Yeah, well, why not? Thirty bucks a person. I'm Something to, rip to off do. Friend here, holy buckets! Man, I thought we were. Oh, quiet! You you can you you play the market all the time. You got plenty of funds around here, man. Oh my god! It's three dollars. Come on, it's a steak. It's a steak dinner at a restaurant. Come on now. Here, let's just mute him. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. How about, I'll go how with you twenty bucks, bucks, and we'll call it twenty, 20 bucks. And we, we, we could even do. Agrees. We could even do ten bucks if you want. Just uh, you know. I just, just don't like gambling of, with friends. It's, when are we going to do right. poker night? It's no. funny that he's trying to talk. He doesn't realize I muted him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's totally muted. I love it. I love it. And you know what? He throws his money at poker night, man. He'll play good and good and good. And then he'll get down there. He's like, I'm done. I'm all in. And I'm like, dude, you're holding 2-4. He goes, I feel lucky. I'm like, oh, my God. You don't feel lucky with 2-4. Two 2-4? Four. Two four? Who holds 2-4? <laughs> Captain Morgan hey. does. Only a donkey <laughs> holds two four. Come on. Oh, I'm telling you, he oh, yeah. kicks like a mule, we do, man. We do got to get a poker night going one of these days. We have to get it going. Yeah, but yeah, twenty bucks works for me. Wanted us to get it going too. Twenty bucks works for me. Is then we'll, really? we'll also with twenty on yeah. that one. What she for real? It. She loves it. God, she I love your like, wife. She acts like she doesn't. My wife is the greatest, man. Your she, wife she is loves, almost the greatest. Me. She lets me watch football anytime that I want to. She's just the greatest. I can go out almost the greatest. Well, you know, go out with the boys. I I can do this podcast with the boys. I mean, she's the greatest man. About the she loves me. About the twenty dollars. Instead of that, no, no. Instead of that, the loser of no. That won't work. Never oh, mind. The loser has to shave his butt, right? Is that some no, stupid? No, no. I'm gonna say the loser has to buy the two. The lowest point scores has to buy the highest two steak dinner. But that won't work on that one. We'll just go Fair twenty enough. bucks. It's all good. I Fair think when, Cap- when Captain Morgan loses, he has to wear a Vikings jersey. <laughs> there is Ooh. one thing I will Ooh. never do in my life, and that's wear a Viking jersey. I'll do anything no, else. I wanted to mention I earlier. In negative 40 degree weather before I ever put on a Viking jersey. Wait a minute. Just now, saying. I, wanna, I have to say this from earlier. The whole time you're on this football subject, you have been all over these 49ers like like you are a diehard. Now, I just want to throw it out there that and, and you've also spoken many times that you um you don't trust these other teams. You like to use that word trust a lot. So I have to throw it out there for fun on you here. And just did all in good fun. But if I was the if I was the Green Bay Packers, I would have no trust in you as a fan. I, I have to throw that out there. You feel like you I know you're all Green Bay, but boy, you sound real San Francisco. I am, I'm wondering if you're voting blue now. No, I'm just looking at statistics on it. Green Bay, despite what people want to say, they were a shit team this year. They were garbage, whoa, they were trash, whoa. they were a bad team. There's kids, man. They were a trash team. You have Rodgers. You're never a shit team, and you know that. They were a horrible team this year. No. They were bad. Christian Watson didn't find himself until... They were bad. Stop defending the Packers. You hate them. You should agree with me. Your defense was not as good as we expected them to be, but they still were a good team. No, they're trash. They're trash this year. So... That was fun. A lot of good info. A lot of battleground going on with your, this football. Your Packers subject. stink. I'm telling you right now. Oh, man. Okay, we are See, out of here. He agreed with me. He agreed with me. He agreed with me. But then, hey, like Brad likes his team, I like my team.